Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore and seeing cross for me as always is... Hello. What's going on? It's me, Lee Michael Kimbrell. Nasty boys and girls out there, you doing okay? Doing good? They're fine. They're fine. We're living. We're limping through June, baby. <laughs> we are soft limping through Limping it. through June. Bullpen Woes. Woes. Whoa. Whoa, Nellies. Bad. Highs and lows, bullpen woes. We'll talk about that. But other than, it's good to have you. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for watching. So sorry for the delay. We've been busy boys. Sorry, man. The, the guys are out here working. We're working. We're doing it. So... We're doing it now, baby, and we're LaCroixing up. And then, and yeah, back in the saddle, all the boys are nodding their head in approval. They're agreeing. Except for Joey Votto Jedi, not a major bobble in that bobble N- head. Tough to bob in a cloak. Yeah, for sure. Not a lot of bobbling going on. But, no. But still, Larry Walker's happy to be here. Yeah. Barry, Barry and Larry, dude. They're all psyched. Barry and Larry and Hannah with her prosthetic arm. With her, yeah, with her after she came off the IL off Tommy John. We're living good, though, man. We're I, uh, great. It, it, I was was driving on my way here and it rained like an absolute motherfucker so thank goodness yeah. the reds we're not in cincinnati tonight are we, we? are 640 okay 640 well hopefully that'll be gone by the time we go out there and try to get a dub or or it keeps it keeps getting pushed and it keeps getting pushed and then we're done recording and then i'm editing this while watching the reds That'd beat be up cool. on the los angeles do hairs beat up on them that'd be a fucking crazy thing <laughs> I know it's a big wish. Beat up on him, man. That'd be nice. Yeah, they're they're slumping Freddie Freeman, who's batting two ninety five. I know it's tough. I was I looked at you when we were at Fireside yesterday. I'm like, yeah, he's having a shit year. Then yeah. he went two ninety six. Yeah, yeah, he's like two ninety six, oh. five home runs, thirty five ribs, six. <laughs> so yeah, it he, is whatever it is. It, because he has, you know, the rest of the offense That's can carry. So funny having a shit year. <laughs> it's just like he's almost three, four, five. It's so funny. It sucks. God damn it. Yeah, I know. They're just too good. They're too good. They're too Trey good. Trey Turner, Mookie Betts. Mookie's Mo- out, though. Oh, yeah. M- M- Mookie's out, and then they just slide in whatever. The future. Yeah, <laughs> the future. Muncie, both Turner. It's crazy. They're just nasty. Yeah, I'm going to pull up their numbers later to take a look. They're but- filthy. Yeah, man. They're they're gross. They're the fucking Dodgers. And they then can... their pitching staff is just also nothing but filth. And think about who they're missing, too. I know. That guy that, uh, what's he, he's got a funky last name. He got the win last night. Gonsolin? Gonsolin. He is quite he is good. Nine and oh. He also is, <laughs> has a perfect record. And did you see since like the season he's just number one in most NL pitching statistics? Yes. Least amount of home runs given up, least runs given up, least hits. Like it was just like batting opposing yeah, average. Yeah, yeah. They're good. They're very good. And yeah. uh it'll be exciting to see them go down the stretch with a four hundred and eighty seven billion dollar roster. That's so I know, man. It's that's the worst. It's like you look at it's you've the most both, egregious in our lifetime especially with the Mets I mean you like you they used to you know I remember like the the idea was uh you either you liked the Yankees or you hated them because they bought their teams sure and then but even like going back to those Yankees teams I mean it's like they weren't they weren't what the Dodgers are right now I mean no. Jeter came up from within up the middle yeah, came up from yeah, within. All, yeah, yeah. Our, I'm thinking like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, the dynasty. You know, yeah, the dynasty. So like Scott Brocious and Chuck Knobloch, Jorge Posada. Like those were Yankees. Those were Yankees. Yeah. Paul O'Neill. Red. Red. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. Pitching. You just look. And, and maybe it's just because across the board, the game is just a little bit bigger with like stars and social media and all that kind of thing. Everything just seems to be a little bit bigger. Sure. But I mean, there, I, there's just never been anything like this Dodgers roster. No, it's kind of gross where you have. They're not only all good, but like two or three of them are like famous stars, <laughs> you know, and like beloved and like have huge fucking like uh what like sponsorship deals and stuff like yeah. mega stars yeah mookie betts freddie freeman i mean even if he's not on you know bellinger's like a meme 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love all of the, the the TikToks and reels of just stoned Bellinger. I know, like it. They're, they're just oh. they're so fucking good. It's and the best. All eyes are on them, and it's yeah. wild. To, it's wild, wild to see. But most of what they did was either, aside from you know signing Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts uh, from within, drafted Kershaw, Will Smith, Will Smith, uh, Walker Bueller took a ab- just absolutely nailed it with Chris Taylor, dude. For, uh, with a trade from the Mariners, yeah. and same with Justin Turner, and same with Max Muncie. They like saw those dudes that were like, they saw the deep numbers and said, we can work with this. It's just nuts. And, and it, it, it's not just the money that's spent on the field. It's the money that's spent in analytics, this money that's spent in research, and the money that's spent in the minors, minor leagues and development. It's like from top to bottom, the Dodgers are just like, fuck you. And even just like the ripples from within the league. I mean, we've made this point before, I would imagine, on this podcast. But you can trust the Dodgers system because they got Kyle Farmer right. They had so yeah. many fucking pieces down there. And, I mean, Farmer just, he was a nice a nice enough little piece in that trade. We didn't yeah. really know what he was. Right. And uh, look what he's turned out to be as far as, like, a big league player. Yeah. And he's just consistent. Pretty fucking solid. He's it's not, insane. You know what I'm saying? It's gross. It, he's, not, he's not Justin Turner no. uh, or Chris Taylor, but he's not too far off of Chris Taylor. He's really not. No. He's really not. And then they use their scouting department to say, hey, the Reds want to take money off the books with getting rid of Homer Bailey. Give us Josiah Gray. Yeah. You know, give us, uh, oh, man, I always forget the other guy's name. Uh, who's now with the Red Sox. Fuck it, whatever. You get it. Yeah. Jeter Downs. Yes, Jeter Downs. And then flip those two for, you know. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. <laughs> Max Scherzer for a year. I know. And goddamn Trey Turner for two. Yeah. It's... They're good. They're, uh, they're good, good, man. They're good. They're good at all facets. Money helps a lot. Of course it does. But when you They are, utilize that money... Properly. Pretty much flawlessly. It's weird. They like use that money to pay people to do their jobs, and then you're like, what does the the ownership group do? I don't know. Magic just still has HIV. That's like what he does. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's almost like they're spending a lot of money to make sure that their team wins and is successful, and then they keep making money. (laughs) It's such a weird weird concept. I've never... That's never really dawned on me, I guess. No, me either. Being a Cincinnati sports fan. In a middle but market. That, 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 you know, now that I think of it objectively, that does seem like a pretty good tactic if you're a sports team owner. <laughs> you think? That's how you'd run a team. I don't know. Whatever. I, who knows? But how was your weekend, doggy? <laughs> it was great. Spent mostly at Great American Ballpark. Yeah, you were at the fucking field a lot. I was there a lot. I had a show Friday. Yes. On a show called Daddy Issues. Oh, yeah. Had a chameleon. A chameleon. Had the old local lizard. Dude. How uh, was it? It was a show at Chameleon. There uh, were, yeah, so what? 12? 15? 8? No. no. 5? Six. Six. So enough to have a show in that small Six room. Six plus four comics. So ten people, people. in the room plus yeah. people coming and picking up their Uber orders, Uber <laughs> Eats orders from the corner. Loudly oh, over yeah, your very jokes. Loudly, yeah. I'm here with DoorDash, and I'm like, yeah, we yeah, get it. Yes. We saw your red we bag. We get it. Your career path didn't work out, man. <laughs> we yeah. get it. This is your main hustle for your want-to-be main hustle. Yes, exactly. Um but it was fine. I was like, why did you put me on the show? I have a great relationship with my dad. I don't, right. I don't understand. Yeah, Thank for you. Sure. Love my dad. Daddy issues. And then uh, watched the show and watched the game while that was going on. It then came back and we went out a little bit. Got a little saucy. I had a little sauce action. A little saucy. Came back, went to the game on Saturday with Logan. Yes, and that was a day game. It was a, it was an afternoon four ten start? Yeah, four ten. So we go to the game. We're having a great time. We have a couple of beverages. We're a little loose, and then we're on the way back, and we're like, "Oh, we should go get some snacks and some drinks somewhere." And Logan said, "We should get a margarita tower." Which is what again? It is eighty eight ounces oh. of margarita. In what form? Because I it, saw it on Instagram, but now I can't see it. Is it like? Okay. Three cups and then a cup on top. It's like, it looks like just a giant, you know, those like Coors Light Towers yeah. you see with the helmet on top? Yeah. That you get it like a B-dubs? Yes. Imagine that margarita. Jesus. Between the three of us. You, the first lady, and Logan? Correct. Wow. We finished it. 
88 ounces divided and, by three. And the night changed. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Yeah, well, you guys all just, you were, yeah, you ratcheted it up from um, fairly casual ballpark beers. Cruise control. You know, light beer at the ballpark, chilling. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely chilling. Yeah. Might as well be drinking Aquafina. Of course. You know? And then, yeah, you guys each had about like six or seven shots of tequila in what, a half hour? An hour? Basically, in about an hour. And then it just, the night changed. The night changed. And I think it also escalated. We were out on the patio and we're having a good time. Everyone's living. And this dude just walks up. And he's like, he doesn't look, doesn't look homeless, but doesn't look like he's well to do. Not having a good day, night, to say the least. No, he he came up and he walks up to Logan, and he goes, "Hey, I got a question for you." And we're like, "Ugh." And Logan media, the media is like, "No, I don't have any cash," which is what you're supposed to do, right? In in a downtown setting, when yes. someone asks you that, yeah. He goes, "No, no, I'm not asking that. Um, do you mind if I I got a stretch for you?" And Logan's like, a stretch. He's like, okay. And he goes, do I need, Logan's like, do I need to stand up? And the guy goes, yeah. So Logan goes, okay. He stands up, puts his sunglasses in his wallet, in his, or in his phone in his pocket, and he stands up. And then the guy goes, put your hands up here. Put them like back behind your neck. And he goes, okay. And he does that. And the guy goes, okay, you ready? He goes, okay. And then he just leans in and hugs Logan. And it's just holding him. Oh, man. And we're like, what? And he just goes... Whereabouts downtown was this? Where? Taqueria Mercado. Okay, okay. Yeah, across the street from the library. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Homelessville. Exactly. The the just epicenter of weird. So then the guy dis, dis, dislodges, just dismounts, right? And then he looks at Logan... And then he, like, all of a sudden, every emotion rushed over him, realized what he did. He just went, oh, oh, and then ran down the street. No way. So for you to see it, he just went, oh, and just bolted. I I thought you were going to say he, like, was going to grab for his wallet or Uh -uh. some shit. No, just gave him a really awkward hug. And then we're like, what the fuck? So then we just start chugging from the tower because we're in shock. Complete shock. Dude. And you guys were out on the patio. Out on that patio in front of Taqueria Mercado. With an 88-ounce margarita. Tower. We had, it was big enough to be called a structure. Man, that is fucking hilarious. And then the night changed, and we went home. And then I went back out. Didn't get back till 4. And then got up and met with my folks. They came and picked me up at like 11. They picked you up at 11 and you got home at 4, four. o'clock? Yeah. So you went to bed at like what, 4.30? Yeah. <sighs> and then went back to Great American Ballpark. God damn. Returned it, to the scene of the crime. I had brunch at the ballpark, sat with my folks, had a great time. That's very nice. And then went back, uh, went back home, went and had dinner at Oriental Walk. Beautiful. Went to bed early. That's nice, man. Happy Father's Day to Bill. Thank you. And Mike. And Mike Webster. Yes. Happy Father's Day. One and one on the way, baby. The dubs. You're about to be dub time. Yeah, man. Happy Father's Day, Mike Webster. Yes. We love you, bub. And uh, I had a good one. I was down in Lexington both Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Who Um, were you working with? A guy named Sean Latham. Go with the chops. He's got chops. Yeah. Wasn't he on the, the Barstool? He was uh, Barstool was once upon a time, yeah. Barstool Heartland. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that yeah. guy. And, uh, yikes. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was great. I just hung out with Mike and Molly a lot. Steven was in town. Nice. Bummer I didn't get to go to Ashland because uh, the whole family went to Ashland for a, a series of birthday celebrations, and I was booked <sighs> in town. So that sucked, but I still, you know, you got I, to got, work. I got to see my dad uh, all weekend, and I got to see him on Sunday. And how's the shoulder? Shoulders coming along swimmingly. He's a yeah. PT monster. Yeah, dude, he's killing retirement. He's ha- he's happy as a fucking clam. Doing PT and drinking Bud Lights. Yeah, Bud Lights, gummies, living the good life. <laughs> I would assume the lift and yeah. the chug probably helps the rotation. It's part of his therapy, I would imagine. That's what I would, yeah. that's what I would assign to him Bud as well. Light, White Claw and uh, red wine on the rocks, baby. Oh, shit. Has Re- Twisted Tea uh, entered the fight yet? No, not yet. I would Speaking assume of that, just, that would just come. taking a turn, have you had Geist Tea? Not yet, right? but it's great. Fuck. Takes a shit on Twisted Tea. 
I bet it's my rain guys. It's so doing. good. It's so good. Um, Sunday was great. Uh, good times. Good. Louisville. Louisville Comedy Club, and then Kaiju afterwards. Oh, double dip. Yeah, man. It was nice. Dan Alton was at the show at Louisville Comedy Club, and he asked me if I wanted to do a spot, and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I do. And Kaiju, it was it ripped. It was a, it, This is what I was talking about, what I want to bring up. It was just such a funny... Uh, personification's not the term because it's not people I'm talking about, but yeah. like, just uh, it's the epitome of like this idea of like room shape. Yeah, because Louisville Comedy Club is a killer ass club, big A room, but it's a big A room. You know, sure. it's like three three fifty. Now, isn't it the old improv? Did we talk about this? Who I don't I know. No, I don't think it's the old improv. The old okay. improv was down at Third Street Live. I believe. Okay. And uh, this is not. Okay. Maybe. Who knows? Either way. Um, <laughs> it, it's a great room, but it's a big-ass room. And yeah. we had a fun show. There was like 35 people there. And it was fun. It really was. But it still <laughs> felt like there was 35 and a 350. Right. And then I go to Kaiju, and there's less people there. There's probably like 25 or 30. Small. But it's in a room that fits fucking 40. Yeah, so it feels and big. And it was rocking. Fuck yeah. Kaiju was fucking rocking. Yeah, it was sick. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was fun. Went down to Nashville, saw some friends. And here's the, the quick story from the weekend before we start talking about Baltimore, uh, the feel-good story. I played golf on Saturday. Yeah. And just went out by myself and got paired with this other guy. Yeah. Uh, named Bruce. And it was his first round of golf in like three years. He, uh, he, in those three years, a couple bouts of cancer, two kinds of cancer, real bad case of COVID, oh. a surgery on like a hernia or something. He'd been beat up. So he wasn't like an old guy. I think he was like 59 or 60. Yeah. But he, you know, a little bit older. But dude, he, it was a perfect day. The weather broke. It wasn't 90. It was like 78 degrees. Mm. Not a cloud in the sky. Wind a blowing. Pick a dome golf course, and uh, it just it was so awesome to see how much he loved every second of it. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the perspective of just being like, "Oh yeah, man! Like, what if you just acted like every round of golf was your first in three years after being diagnosed with cancer?" You know? Yeah. It was crazy. He just he was a really really good guy. We talked a lot. He kind of got his stroke back you could tell once upon a time he was probably a pretty decent golfer yeah he was hacking it up the first couple holes and but man fucking yeah bruce <laughs> he he was awesome what a guy he sent me he just gave me it just got such a charge from him it I was just such a good perspective dose yeah but i wouldn't involve stroke with that guy you don't yeah. wish anything yeah exactly no <laughs> strokes no yeah strokes. exactly he had many strokes but uh a couple pars and yeah bruce shout out to bruce what a guy he's the man we exchanged numbers oh really yeah yeah wow yeah go golf again or uh get him to a comedy show or something there you go yeah bruce he's ever, the man ever told you my one time i golf by myself no, story you got paired with somebody i got paired with a couple okay uh, i was a freshman in high school yeah. and we were camping in colorado so it was my folks in the van with our pop-up camper strapped on and we were in golden colorado it was like day three and i was like i need to fucking get away from you i brought my golf clubs drop me off at a golf course for four hours i'll figure it out they're like okay so i go and i just get paired up with this couple and they're having a we're having a great time talking whatever and then the guy goes uh, and it's like a public course and on the 12th hole he's just like warming up he goes did i tell you what i do I go, no. He goes, I'm the executive producer for Malcolm in the Middle. What? And I was like, what? And he went, yeah. And then just teed off. And then I was just like, wait, Malcolm in the Middle? Like Frankie Muniz? Yeah, yeah. The, and Bri Bri Cranny? And he's like, yeah, that's what I do. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And then just kept asking him questions. I'm like, how's Frankie Muniz on the set? He's like, he's great. It never really divulged anything, or I never ever asked about any episodes. And then just, I, I remember leaving and then looking uh -huh. and watching reruns of Malcolm in the Middle when I got back and like back home to Cincinnati. And I was like, I don't fucking see this guy's name anywhere. Yeah. So he just lied. What was his name? Do you remember? I don't even remember. Yeah, exactly. It's been so long. 
That's a good like, bit. I'm the executive producer of Malcolm in the Middle. What? But here's the thing. It's no. I didn't have a phone that had the internet at the time. Fourteen or fifteen years old. Yeah, he, he was kind of. He was just lying to a kid. Yeah, I couldn't just look and be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, what's uh, your yeah. name?" And then he just go boop boop boop, boop boop boop, and he's like. Ah, you got me. So was the world more fun back then? That is what I'm getting to. Way more fun. You could just do bits. You just do bits. Dude, I was on... Do you remember Pogo? No. What's Pogo? Pogo was like on Yahoo, and it was like all internet games. And you could oh, like yeah, play Pogo. with people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One time I played Pogo. I played backgammon with somebody. And like we played two games, and it's like rematch or whatever. We were one and one, so we rematched. And I go, did I tell you who I am? It's like same kind of yeah. thing. It's like I'm blah 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 from the real world. <laughs> I went, no, you're not. They're like, yeah, I am. And then told me some insights, and I was like, wow, that's real. That's yeah, that's you're crazy. Really, that's so cool. You're Chet. And then it's like, wait, they just watched the show and then regurgitated and fucking lied oh, to a child so on the internet. Funny, man. So it's way more fun to not have the internet and just believe in some whimsy that you met somebody. I love a guy just on like the 12th or 13th hole just like right before he swings he's like oh yeah by the way I'm the executive producer of Malcolm in the Middle and then just pipes a drive you're like what the fuck huh that's how he comes yeah that's it just lying to folks and then hitting 1310 down the down the fucking gut at a golf course in Golden Colorado Golden Colorado that's where they brew Coors Light yes that's where I've heard of that yeah Fucking A, man. Shout, so, yeah. out, shout out, Bruce. Shout out to the EP of Malcolm in the Middle. Shout out Pogo, dude. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, Pogo. Wow. I play pinball, I think, on that a pinball. lot. Pinball. Do you remember there was like this game with a cactus and you popped the balloons? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. yes. Absolutely. Come on. That was a great game. Hours you're never getting back. Yeah. Spent in front of a 1998 E-machine. Yeah, but I mean, to our credit, that was like... The craziest thing that we'd Wild. ever seen in our lives. Yeah, I had an N64, but I could play checkers with people across in the world. China. And some of them might have been on the real world. Maybe. You could have Maybe. been playing with a celebrity. Could have been. You never know who you'd come across on Pogo. 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 Yeah, man. So, pretty wild. Yeah. Great weekend. Great Did weekend, Did a bunch too. of shows. Um, we had a... Um, didn't get hugged by a semi-homeless man out in front of a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Well, what you and then on Monday you were travel. It was a travel day for you. Yes. And then Tuesday we had the show last night. Yes. And so it ended up running late, so we didn't get to do it. And now we're here together. That was together a pretty today. fun one last night. Dude, it was a real heater. Yeah. I was real happy with how it went. Yeah, man. Better, way better than the first one. But what's really cool about that space? It's never going to ever get too hot. The show starts at eight. The sun goes down, and with those buildings around Five Points Park, it's always shady. Correct. Yeah, it's always shady. And it sounds great in there, too. It does. It really does. I know. I wish more could happen to get more people there. I wish. Yeah. It'd you be, should come. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> it'd be really fun. It'd you be guys really come. cool, man. And like, have you ever, did you guys have one like when it first popped off after like the COVID and stuff where, I mean, where it was fat? Yeah, it was What's old. the fattest one? Like we during 30, dur- 40? During the dark days, we would have 50, 60. Yeah, for sure. And then last year, it was like slowly dwindling when more and more things opened up. Right. Um, but we still had between 25, 30 each time. I think we had 20 there last night. 25. Like with comics hanging, and then we had audience, and we had most of the tables full. Yeah. So, I mean, 2020, we had people bring fucking lawn chairs, dude. Yeah. And like stoke out like it was a dead show. Yeah. Damn, it if was, only. It was pretty rad. Bring the pandemic back. Please bring it back so then I can have my outdoor shows be successful again. Uh, let's not talk about anything. Uh, let's talk about what's not was what was. Wow. We're not going to talk that about what's not happening if we do, but we can't if we don't. That. Okay. Let's run it down. Shall we? We got a lot to catch up on. Yes, we do. So we're going to start with Jesus Christ last Tuesday. An absolute wild game where the Reds win 5-3, to three, where you have Tyler Malley go out and throw nine innings, three hits, 12 strikeouts. Looked like an ace, baby. He looked like an ace. It's weird. He was pitching away from Great American Ballpark. And so he looked... Great. And you also had Zach Davies, seven innings pitch, six hits, no earned run, seven Ks. Noe Ramirez came up in relief with one inning pitched, one strikeout, and then Mantiply, one inning pitched, two hits, no earned runs. And then 
it all went to shit. 10th and 11th inning, you had multiple runs from each team, and yeah. then the 12th is when the Reds put the nail on the that coffin. That was so wild. Oh, oh, until that, dude. Yes. Which makes me ask this question. We've seen a lot of it since 2020. We yeah. had a full year of it last year, and we're, gay, we're, about, we're about, you know, 62 games into this year. They juiced, man. Dude. The balls are bullshit. It's not the ball. Is this factually working? To save arms, the whole reason that they have this ghost runner is to end games quick, more quickly, to save bullpen arms. Yeah. But is it actually? After watching that, I went, we had two pitchers in this game for each squad, okay? And then after that, dude, they used, the, the Diamondbacks used three more pitchers. We used two more pitchers. So do you think that the ghost runner adds to that just because it's like... Because it's because someone can go up there and give up a, two singles in a row, yeah. and now and, and now instead of there, you know, now right. you've got a run in and runners on first and third. That's what I'm saying. And you're, it's like it's imploding innings. Correct, and you're just so it doesn't save arms. It could wrap it. Yeah, I, I can see that. It's increasing the score or just at least nullifying it. Because if you got okay, so so you got the ghost runner. Someone go uh, a, a a guy comes in. In relief, and the first he walks the first guy and then gives up a single. Mm-hmm. Now you've got runners first and third, and a run in. Guy walks a guy and then gives up mm-hmm. a single. Maybe it's just first and second with no outs. You would still probably bring someone in. Yeah. Maybe. So it's probably just like the same amount of people. It's just putting more runs on the runs board. on the board. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't think I I I, I was a fan, and now the more and more I'm watching it, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. You're not really saving anything, and you will still blow through arms no matter the situation. It's dumb. I was watching it last night too with the Blue Jays and White Sox. I mean, same thing, man. Like. And it's not fair to the home team. No, definitely not. It's not because you're already putting you're putting the home team at a disadvantage you as are. soon as they put on the they because, get on the bump. Because the away team gets a runner at second. Gets they both teams get the advantage, but in baseball it's important. A lot of sports is important. In that situation, the away team gets mm-hmm. the advantage first. Mm-hmm. You know, they get the first stab at it. Right. Yeah. And then they can slam it shut at the bottom of the inning. But I just maybe move the runner to first. I don't even know if you. I don't know how to I how think, to fix it. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, answers. Yeah. I just don't think it. I just want to wonder if you think it works because I don't think it. Works. I don't think it works. I think that like baseball is going to happen, and by you know by having a just a ghost runner out there who can completely change up what an inning is to a pitcher, mm-hmm. you're not. I don't think you save arms. Mm-hmm. You don't save arms. No, and weirdly enough, it doesn't show up in the pitching score sheet. They're all unearned runs. Yes. So it's like, what are we doing here? How like that? Also, you use these they statistics. Don't show, they're all unearned Correct. runs. Correct. So what's weird is you don't have a metric to track when there's when that stuff happens, which is when you're supposed to truly judge relievers right. when there's a runner in scoring position. Can he slam the door shut? And if there's no earned runs actually coming across the plate. Right. What are we What are we judging here? Right. Yeah. That. I mean. That right there with this sports uh, being so numbers driven and a lot. So much of it can just be lined up and you know proven to be true. Yeah. That hole in itself could be the demise of the ghost runner. Yeah. It's just not being able to get a good. A, you know, a good read on whoever you're going to bring in to and pay a couple million dollars. Right. You want to get the best read possible. And that's Al- interesting. And Alvin Amora carried that game with a double. Moose had a double. TJ Friel had a double. Amora had a triple. Amora had a ribby. Farmer had a ribby. Friel had a ribby. India had a ribby. India One hit, for hit four. the ball hard. Good to see him back. Wednesday, we're going out for the sweep. It doesn't happen. And Luis Castillo pitched seven innings, four hits, three earned, two walks, six Ks with a double by India, a homer by Drury. Excuse me. And uh, Art Warren just shit the bed. Really farted it up out there. Third of an inning, three hits, four earned runs. There's your game. And Zach Allen went out and pitched very well. Seven innings pitched, two hits, two earned runs. No homers. That's disappointing. You Man, really wanted that sweep. That Warren line is brutal. 
rough. That Warren line is brutal. Four earned runs. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. Now let's get into the weekend. You got Friday, where we lose five to four on you know Avado being just he was about five feet away from hitting it out of the ballpark yeah. with runners on first and second and taking the game, but uh, you have Hunter Green on the bump, four hits, four earned runs, two walks, six Ks, two dingers. How many innings? Five. Not great. Not great, but not, not a, terrible, not and an, not an implosion. No, not not a start where you give your team zero chance to win. You know, four runs. Four that, runs is a is an extremely crooked number, but four runs against a team that this is a team that in three and a third put up twelve against him. Yeah, yeah. So you have to look at it as an improvement. Yeah. Um, with a homer by Almora Jr. and Brendan Drury and Tommy Pham. Dangers. Dangers. Eric Lauer was the opposing pitcher. Six and a third. Six hits. Four and runs. One walk. Five Ks. Gave up three homers. Hunter Renfro hit a homer. Hunter Renfro over three these three games hit two homers, yes. I believe. Or did he hit more than that? Fucking bombs, too. Bom- Dude, the bomb on Sunday. Absolute bomb. Being up close and watching that fly yeah. and then land in the second into the bleachers. Yeah. Way up there, man. Way out of here. It's an incredible thing to see. And it's 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 incredible to see someone do that with like a soft soft you know, a slow pitch softball pitch. Yeah. But seeing someone do it turning around on a fucking ninety five <laughs> mile per hour fastball is crazier. We watched him turn on that like it was just right at red like right. What was the, the pitch? Was it a fastball? Yeah, it was. Well, it was a it was a flat slider from yeah. Mike Miner, which yeah. his specialty. Uh, yes, <laughs> a lot of those. A lot of those. Saturday was a goddamn beatdown, seven to three. Ashcraft did not have a good game. Five innings pitched, eight hits, six earned runs, two walks, four Ks, a dinger. They're getting the kids tape, and they gave he gave up a dinger too. Hunter Renfro. Who? Willie Adams. Willie Adams. Hunter Renfro did end up getting one in the seventh off Luis Sesa, which Sesa, dude, I don't know what is going on with him. I know. It just feast or famine, n- and that was not the case with him at all last no, year. No, no, it was. It was. He was just pretty much on. <laughs> on the old, you could yeah. always count on him yeah, and Michael I Gibbons. I know. And now it's like, who can you really turn to and be like, who can I at least get me three outs? In two two appearances back to back, and I don't feel like that no one is down there, there right, right now. now. It's not there right now, dude. We were rolling, and then it's just it. You know, hopefully chalk it up to whatever. I mean, chalk it up juju. to juju. Figured out. Yeah, figured out. Maybe. Hopefully, that's not it. Oh, that be that would suck because yeah. you have all young arms, and you're go. Then you have to go. Okay, you need to make you this, need adjustment, to re- this adjustment. Figure it out. Uh huh. Because I mean, that's that's more or less. That's probably what's happening with Ashcraft. I know we're talking. Excuse me. No, we're talking about the bullpen right now, but Ashcraft. Came out what six 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 and one with a one two three yeah. ERA, and then he just had like two months worth of tape on him. Right, and also he was not uh, he didn't his control wasn't there on Saturday. Yeah. Holy shit, that was some wild lightning. Lord have mercy. We're gonna die. Right there. Uh, dude, he was like in the first inning. We sit down and he throws a wild pitch, and I'm like, I've never seen this from Graham Ashcraft. Yeah, guy's king of king of control. Yeah, for for as young as he is, you know. And I'm like, oh, there he is, rearing its ugly head. He just didn't have it that day, man. That sucks. It, that would have been really fun to watch that up close and be, have it be sweet. It would have been really cool, but yeah. it didn't happen. Uh, Amaris Garcia had a double. And Moose had a ribby, and the legend grows. Shrock had a ribby. It was good to see him back, man. Yeah, of course. Miss that little long-haired fella. Yeah. He just, he's letting it grow. Yeah, guy he's can letting... rake. He's got the. He's got the. He's got the. Uh, the truffle back there, God, man. Just... The truffle butter back there, dude. Man. Just stay on the field. And then Sunday, six to three. Uh, I was there again. Uh, McCutcheon had a double. McCutcheon had an impressive catch in yeah. center. Um, Caratini had a homer. Renfro had another homer. Three homers in three days. It was disgusting. Amora had a double that he just smoked. Um, and Mike Miner looked like fucking Mike Miner, but he ate up innings. This is this is honestly a line where you're like, I'll take this from your five. Yeah. Your crafty old lefty. Six innings pitched, six hits, four own runs, three walks, four strikeouts, gave up a homer. 
And then Joe Kunal got rocked, inning pitched, two earned runs, two hits, gave up a homer. And, um, and that was off of – sorry, I was wrong. Joe Kunal gave up the homer to Renfro, and it was a, it was a little, little fast boy yeah. and it just turned on yeah. it quick. And Moreta had a walk in two Ks with no hits. That's always good to see. But, dude, and seeing Devin Williams up close <laughs> – See nasty, dude. That changeup. It just it goes. just it just it just falls. Yeah, like it just stops existing. Yeah, and then it's hits. like one of those uh, weird. I saw it a couple times watching the U.S. Open this weekend. Yeah, someone will hit a shot so perfect, and you're like, "Wow, that's a good shot," and then it'll go like yeah. the backspin, <laughs> and you're like, "That's actual wizardry." Yeah, <laughs> how'd you do that? That yeah. that looks like magic. How do you, you hit a ball and it goes? Bounce, bounce, and it just like goes into the hole, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And then you see Devin Williams throw a changeup, and it really does like it falls off the table. Yeah, and it looks exactly like his fastball. It's dude, it's nuts. I, I think couldn't. John Boy or somebody MLB cuts or somebody like laid them over on top of each other. Oh, the pitching ninja did that. It it's is gross. Oh, yeah, dude, it's awful. It's so unfair. Devin Williams is a beast. Dude, he's a monster. He's so nasty. That, Imagine if the Brewers had him for that run last year. I know, and we were worried about the Brewers. Not worried, because no. we don't give a fuck, but, <laughs> you know, because fuck them, minus T. Gotti. Right. But, uh, I don't know, like, we, you know, people were worried about mm. him. They were shit in the bed earlier. Not too long ago, they were had a really rough run. They then they needed uh they needed a slump buster yeah, like this weekend. Yeah, and they fucking got it. I don't know. They just looked really good. Yeah, and they, the only day they didn't look good was Friday, and then they just put us in our place right. and said, "Hey, we are better we're than better. you. We're a better team. We're a better team." And at the end of that, the uh, um, Lorenzo Kane. And the Brewers yes. parted ways. Yes. Lorenzo Cain DFA'd. They waited till it was actual 10-year anniversary. Then they DFA'd him. And no he's like, shit. I just don't have it anymore. I, he's like, I don't have it. I'm done. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we know. That's why we did this. Bye. Goodbye. Good for him. 10 years in the league's a long time. 10 years in the league. Got that pension. Yeah. He's straight. He's fine. Rest of his life. Uh, and then uh, the Breds had an off day Monday. And then last night was... Fucking brutal. Yeah, bad game. We got the Dodgers. This it's kind of, it was so two. brutal that we opened up the podcast talking about how good the Dodgers were. <laughs> yeah. I just watched like a little sliver of the game. I yeah. watched it in and out like I probably four or five separate small times at Fireside. Uh, yeah. And then I was checking on my phone, but at a certain point you just you just see like five or six base hits in a row and you're like, "Well, we play tomorrow. You know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Ho- well, hopefully if this yeah, rain maybe. cuts. Um, but we lost 8-2 to two, um, with uh, Joey Votto hitting a double. And um, what's also very exciting about this, Joey Votto, 1,000 hits at Great American Ballpark. Yeah, first yeah. to do it, baby. First red ever. At Great American. Yes. The other guys were Concepcion, Rose, uh, and Larkin, yeah, did a thousand at home ballpark. That makes sense, man. Pretty awesome. American dude. That's Joey's field. It's his. Now That's it was Joey's built field. for Griffey, but it truly was. Yeah. Des- Votto made it his own. Because of that short fortune, right, baby? Come on. Um, but also, the game got off to a hot start with Johnny India putting one, fucking slapping one out in the left field, crushing the ball. What was it? One hundred and ten point nine off the bat. Hundred. So yeah. That's a wallop. That's him That's saying... hitting the ball about as hard as Johnny India can hit it. Yeah, I'm back, bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was a laser. It was just yeah. straight and then right into that left field area and the, by the foul pole. And the camera well, if you will. Crushed it. Um, more at a, at a ribby, too. Uh, Tyler Ma- But here's the thing, man. You look at this and you're like, oof. Tyler Malley, six innings pitched, 12 hits, four earned runs, one walk, four Ks, one homer, given up to... Four earned runs with 12 hits is, is impressive. a good, bad day. <laughs> yeah. You know? Tw- I d- yeah, 12 hits, you're like, yowza. Yeah. But six innings... That's Scattering 12 hits. I mean, we just said Hunter Green going five innings, four hits, four runs was a decent little start for him. Mm-hmm. Imali going at home, six innings. Where it's noted he has struggles. Which means that a couple of those innings were quick. Yes. It was either feast or famine for the Doherse. Do- and uh, 
And yeah, I mean, but 12, 12 hits is a lot. A Four lot. earned runs is not. That seems <laughs> no. like that's like crazy impressive. Which is a third. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah that's it's a wild. Third of what they should have scored. I mean, it, it makes you think that a bunch of those hits weren't extra bases, not a ton of dingers. They were just like peppering the ball. Right. They were just slack a bit, slapping it because he pitches inside, so they're just turning on him. Yeah. Watching Freddie Freeman turn on him on in the in like inside and lifting out of the right center field gap yeah. was just painful. Yes, good piece of hitting. So good. So let's just like this isn't even them at a at a hundred percent, mind you. Yeah, they're down bets. They're down bets. Who is like a top three player in the whole league? Jesus, and you start Turner, Freeman, Smith, Muncie, Chris Taylor, Bellinger, Justin Turner's your DH, Alvarez, and then Gavin Lux at second. Like fuck yeah, me, that's absolutely Dude, insane. It sucks. Uh, Gonsolin, or as I call him, Dongsolin. Yeah, slinging dong out there. Slinging dude. hog, dude. Five inks pitch, three hits, two earned runs, one walk, four Ks, two home runs, which is a bad day for, for him. him. Yeah, for sure. Still picked up the W, but we hit, we touched we hit him, him up. We touched him up. We touched him up. Here's here's the roadmap. Figure it out, everybody else. Um, but what really sucks is San Martin, one and a third, two hits, two earned runs, two strikeouts. And then Luis Sesa, two-thirds of an inning, two hits, two earned runs. That's four just right out the gate. Fin two innings right there. You're not going to win many games giving up eight runs. No, you're not. And so that is where we are with the week plus that was. A pretty meh week. Pretty dog shit. Pretty Let's be meh. fucking honest. It's dog shit. Get swept up by the Brewers. That's fucking brutal. Rough. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we are... We're, something something exciting will need to happen. We're going to need like a, like a fucking two home run day from Drury or some shit to beat the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers are going to sweep us unless Votto goes four for five. Right. Now... Did you notice I did not mention one person's name in particular? Luis. No. Um, that uh, that we have been like, thank God he's back. We've needed him back, and yet hasn't done shit. Let me think. Uh, I'll give you another hint. It's a make or break year. For oh oh yeah, Nikki Sins. Nikki Sins. What are we? What Nikki is he? What Sins. is what was happening here, dude? Nothing. I pulled up his numbers, okay? Not only did I pull up his numbers, I pulled up his percentile rankings as well. Okay. All right? Let's 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 go to the books. Let's go to the books. Bo- going to the books with Billy. Last seven games, not going to do it. 160, 276, 160 with no home runs, three walks, six strikeouts, uh, four hits, and 25 appearances. In 15 games. 217, 284, 233. Not getting, nah, 222, not what you want. Uh, hey, how about this? Last 30 games, 204, 272, 221. That's a month? That's a month with five ribbies and two stolen bases for the whole month. With not a guy, even there. Not even there. Not with, even there. No. I mean, his average average exit exit velocity is twenty is the twenty eighth percentile. His max exit velo is twenty twenty second percentile. Hard hit percentage nineteenth percentile. So it's not even that he's getting unlucky. Yeah, it's that he's not making good contact yeah, at all. He's not hitting the ball. Twentieth percentile in barrel percentage, but. Whiff rate, 76th percentile, which is great and above average. Outs above average, 86th percentile there. I mean, like, it sucks. I mean, there were some balls he tagged in Arizona. Sure. That would have been homers at Great American Ballpark. Yeah, he barreled some balls up. But But that's not, but that uh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, it just simply doesn't matter. No. Like, it's an interesting thing. I mean... It, it, very, very rarely are you going to see somebody with you know exit velo in the seventy-five, 80th upwards, per, you know percentiles, where there is not some part of their game where you're like, oh, okay, there it is. Let's. Here's, but you know what I'm saying? It's like right. Here's your comparison. Okay, to balance, let's look at Tommy Pham. Okay. Okay. Tommy Pham in his last seven games: three twenty, four fifty-two, six hundred. 15. Okay. 
317. Dude, that's three that's homers, a six ribs in those 15, too. Two weeks is a long time to bat 310. Here's a month. 264, 354, 436 with five homers in there. He had a little bit of a slump to start out that month. Yeah. But that's when he was coming back and still turning a corner. Yes. And what, what do we say at the beginning of the year? Don't worry about him. He's going to fucking figure it yes, out. Exactly. He's a pro. And what has he done? He's, He's figured it out. a pro. Thank God we've got Tommy Pham. But for how long? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for I mean, I'm just saying for this, this season, season up to this point. Right. Yeah. Here's here's where the numbers are become interesting. Average exit velocity, 95th percentile. Imagine <gasps> max exit velocity, 88th percentile. Hard hit percentage, 90th percentile. Just crushes the ball. Crushes the ball. Yeah. It's almost like it's the tale of two guys swinging diff, swinging the same thing, but yeah. doing different stuff with it. Right. He like fam is violent with the bat, and so is Nick. But yeah. it's just n- not happening. For no, him. it's not. It's he's just not hitting the ball. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that ain't up to me. That's more of a <laughs> Nick Senzel. You know what I'm I saying? Know it, like, yeah. But no, I don't know. My take on it is figure it the fuck out. Yeah, I I don't know what to tell the guy, which is which is tough because it's like. You know, like I said, he's sometimes he's putting together good ABs, but it's just not happening. Why yet. don't we let Ellie De La Cruz run around the fucking outfield? <laughs> All he's doing is batting like seven hundred. I know. McLean, McLean, and De La Cruz, dude. We've got a good problem brewing in our fucking farm right now. Yes, we do, and I'll be seeing it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to go up to Dayton, but dude, that team's good. Yeah, we've got some really fucking studly young kids down there. An A and double that yeah. are like. That, you know, are going to Matt be... Matt McClain, Ellie De La Cruz... Don't be uh, surprised if... Hedrick. He, don't be surprised if Matt McClain is in AAA by the end of the year. Don't be surprised. Jose Barrero could be sweating. Jose Barrero will be up with this club soon. soon. Yeah, sure. We've been yeah. saying that. I believe that. Yeah. But, you know, that's been six weeks he's been soon. Well, he's not hurt. He's just getting extended spring training. Yeah, yeah. But why I would you? It. Okay, here's my thing. Why would you move Farmer or Drury? You have a log jam at short and third right now. Yeah. So why would you fuck with the two positions that are the most consistent hitting for you? Right. Let him let Barrero maturate more down yeah, there. Sure, sure. And then when one of them gets moved, then you put him. Up, right. You put Barrero up sure. here. Yeah, because you can't take either of those bats out of the lineup consistently right now no they're your best bats yeah it's not even close yeah them it's like the left side it's drury farmer fam fam yeah and you have a gaping problem it's in center field gaping <laughs> it's it's rough and it, and it's good to see india's back because he truly gets it going it's nice to have him up oh, there yeah, he's a baller it, instead of senzel but like think about it it's like those two have not played much together no, and no. i also accredit it to senzel's never getting a full season in yeah and i get that but uh it can't be an excuse because then can't he be will this. never, you know. No, we can't keep making excuses exactly. for a guy. It where can the never be an out. excuse, yeah, man. Because you know what? I know a guy who's really fast that you mentioned that could be up here in the next two years. Who's that? Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz, dude. He can play every fucking because it doesn't matter. Just God, put him somewhere. Put him in center field. Horns me up. Truly, he is so good, dude. He's just like a little guy. Hits for power, yeah. average, speed out the fucking charts. He's 20? He's 20 years old. He can't yeah. even drink a fucking cerveza. Nah. I know, man. We got to bring him. Yeah, I, that's exciting. Sneak the boys I'm some claws. super high on Ali Dela. Me too. So is the rest of the league. Yeah. I mean, it's like what is coming, it is in place. And like we've been saying this whole year, don't worry about wins or losses. Yeah. Worry about what's happening on the field. And that's exactly what is scaring me the most about Nick Senzel is someone that we consider who is the up-the-middle guy that you build around. Yes. Well, not around, but is a piece He's that is that up-the-middle. Right. And, and I know, sure, it might be changing with Tyler Stevenson might being a little bit off of the middle, might be over there on the right side a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, if when he comes back, I am put. You know what I'm doing? What? Here's what I'm doing. I am trading. Uh, I'm trading Tommy Pham. Um, but I'm putting him. I'm putting Stevenson left in left, field. or I'm putting him in right field. Yeah. I'm putting him in the outfield. Yeah, for Guy's sure. Guy's a f- tall freak. He's like Aaron Judge type. Yeah, for sure. Let him run around. Figure it out. And figure out the outfield. Um, and that's where you're going to be. Yeah. Sorry, guy. Yeah, yeah. And then when Joey's done, you play first base. Yep. 
Chris Oakey is a real solid defensive catcher. Yes. I like Oakey. I like Oakey a lot. He's got a hose. He frames well. He does frame really well. He frames really, really well. He's just a good... He's a good catcher. He is. Uh, I like him more behind the dish than Garcia. Me too. He Garcia is not. Uh, he's not a bad framer, but he's not a good one either. No, I, I would think Oki's better. Average. I think Oki is too. I watched him. He's he. I've watched him steal some strikes for sure. Where it's all that wrist, dude. And it's, it's all wrist, and it's all him. He like you know squares his body up so that it looks like every pitch is hitting him in the middle of the chest. Yep. He's good catcher. I like him, too. I like Chris Oakey, and I like the emotion uh, of that video of him getting called up. I do, too. That was so cool. It's that so ma- sweet. That automatically made me cheer for that guy. Um, so we've got Moreta back up here. Donovan Solano is finally on the 40 He's man. on He's our team. on the Reds. Nick Lodolo sent to the 60-day, but that doesn't change anything. He just is going to have a couple more rehab starts in yeah. Louisville, and we'll see what happens. But I'm so excited to finally see Donovan Solano, which yes. also oh, mucks up that corner. Correct, which then allows you to have the flexibility to move someone like Drury and get pieces yes. for a scratch-off ticket. Scratch off lottery ticket that you signed. Yes. As much as it sucks, it's just what you're gonna do. Oh yeah, for sure. It's totally rather, what you're gonna I'd, do. I'd rather I'd trade Drury before Farmer. I just yeah. don't know who has more value at this point. Farmer has. They both have value. Uh, but but Farmer, to his credit, he's got like fucking it two or three years under his belt where he can point to. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you know Drury is probably younger. Yeah, by like a year. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Farmer's thirty-one. Whatever. I wish but, them nothing but the best. No, but uh, overall, you've got two guys that are utility players that can go anywhere. I mean, in a pinch, Kyle Farmer can be your catcher. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So yes. it's like all this flexibility, and now you've got um, Solano who's going to come up, 2020 Silver Slugger winner, you know, at second base. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't hate losing these starters when you are trying to continue to build towards the future. Yeah. They were fun while they lasted. Have had a great time, but it's it's coming. Um, Alexis Diaz placed on the 15-day IL with uh, just a sore bow. That's a bummer. Ice it up, baby. Ice it and get back. It sucks a lot considering we've spent half this podcast talking about how our bullpen sucks. And here's the other one, Tony Santian out with lower back pain, 15-day. 15-day, so Jesus. So he's back July, like early July. So like a week, um, yeah, that's where you're at with your injuries. You're in a pretty good spot, except for your fucking bullpen. Yes, which is the worst part of our team right now. It it was a it was a little bit of a strength, and then they got tied, and now it's because I mean rough. even in this week that was brutal. The the bats weren't that were hot and cold. I mean, but this week the reason why this week was so bad was because bullpen. of bullpen. That's where their mm-hmm. starting pitching was there. Right. Well, there ish. Well, it's easy to pitch out of the bullpen when you're losing. Yes. And when you're depending on them, they're putting pressure on, and you see that it's coming through. You're getting great starting pitching. Yeah. You're getting of well above average starting pitching. Your Reds are like top five in all categories yes. of starting pitching. It's crazy. But the bullpen's just very bad. Awful. And why would you invest in it if you're not going for it? So then you're just figuring out with these young guys. And then Which just, could just lead for an uglier season than we actually than a, than the team we actually are. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like which sucks just mentally and it sucks optically for the casual fan, which is a bunch of Cincinnati. You just look down and we're, you know, a seventy four win team. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to keep the hard to keep the grace, but whatever. Yeah. Well, you've got the Dodgers in a little bit. Uh, it's six twelve here. They'll probably start late because of the rain. Thursday twelve thirty five against the Dodgers. Expect a sweep. And then, uh, dude, it's it's count. We've got we've had this on the calendar. We're so excited at San Francisco Slapgate for three, which. Oh, buddy. Just wait till you see the pregame photos. Yeah, that's man. all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's exciting. Wait till you exciting. see what they're all going to wear on the field. Oh, yeah, the shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Um, uh, Tyler Malley came into the shop today, and uh, and I asked him, I was like, you guys excited for San Francisco? And he just dead stared at me, and he went, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, 
That's it's awesome. Because these are all going to be must-watch games. Yeah. I mean, there's it, just throw out the records. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, I, w- I wonder who goes. Hopefully, Mally on the know? fucking road. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, for look. sure. Let's it, take a look. We got it that far out. Let's take a look. It's, Barring injuries. It's in this book. It's my laptop. It's pretty good reading Rainbow, huh? Yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty cool. Hopefully, we don't get a... Okay, here we go. So, um, you've got Ashcraft going Friday against TBA. Which like I that. hear, good prospect. Yeah, hell of a player. Hell of a guy. Tobias Bob Allen. Saturday. Oh, fuck. Mike Miner. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday. Tyler Louise Hunter. Tyler. Okay, that's what I wanted. Tyler on the road in a game that he's actually hyped about. In a big ballpark? Yeah. Dude, that guy's going to... He could be lights out. All right, mark it here. Yeah. Are we ready? Mally. Mally, seven innings pitched. Yes. Four hits, one earned run, 10K. Okay, there you go. Mark it. I like Mark that. Mark it. Like that. And if I'm wrong, well, fuck me, huh? Yeah, you should make a $5 bet to win a million dollars. A million dollars. Just get his line exactly. God, I might do that. You should. I'm going to. Man, talking about, you know, Mally and all this, like, I wish there was a place where I could go and get, like, MLBPA officially licensed shirts, but, like, support the players by buying them. There is a The money goes to a... There is a place. Really? Yeah, they sponsor our podcast. Really? Yeah, you got us the sponsorship. Who is it? It's intheclutch.com. Yeah, intheclutch.com. Yeah, man, they rule. In the the clutch.com, it's all MLBPA. Uh, Negro Leagues Museum, like... Oh, and also, we just dropped a whole bunch of NBA championship tees right. that are sick. Yes. Um, so go to intheclutch.com, use promo code NASTYBOYS. Nasty All caps, 10% With off. With an S on the end, Nasty Boys. Plural, not B-O-I-Z. Doesn't work. B-O-Y-S. Boom. Check it out. Um, go do that. Who knows? Pretty cool stuff. 10% off of all your shit. All your shit. That's cool. Buy what? a bunch. Get 10% off of $100 worth of t-shirts. Save yourself 10 bucks. 10 bones. Yeah. It's, do it. Just do it. Webster, it's right up your asshole. Go to in, <laughs> seriously. It's right up Go to intheclutch.com and at least look at them, Just man. Just take a You'll look. You'll love it. It's pretty great. And then uh, Sports Drink. They're the network. Sports Drink. Sports without the O, drink without the I. Follow them. Sports Drink. Uh, don't. Let the stink out on your way in. Yeah, don't let the stink out on the way in or the way out. <laughs> on the way out. Keep the stink securely in the sports drink room. Uh, sports and non-sports mixed together. You know, just like this podcast. It's like pop culture. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, let's uh, round third and head for home. Diving in like Pete Rose, baby. Charlie Hustle, head first. Hus, hus. What uh, we got, Papa? Um, I... Dude, I don't have anything... Until Wednesday. Wednesday, I'll be headlining so Chameleon. Yeah, yeah, until next week. Yeah. That's Thursday. It's Wednesday? Yeah. What is today? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, dude, that's straight. Yeah, come to Start a Chameleon. Start plugging a week out? Fuck yeah. yeah Headline come, date? Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be a great show. Come on out. 8 o'clock. The Local Lizard. The Local Liz. 629. Correct. 629. Yeah, I might just use like jo- like a Josh O'Neill headshot. Yeah, because he always steals my birthday. You're right. And just say like, "Come see Billy DeVore at Chameleon with Josh's dumb yeah, face." Yeah, you should do that. I'm gonna. It's gonna be really funny. Um, I don't have anything coming up until Fourth of July weekend, which is oddly enough, I guess next weekend. It is next weekend. Next sir. weekend. So Thursday through Sunday, that's June 30th, July 1st, July 2nd, July 3rd, the 3rd of July. All those days, I'll be at Go Bananas Comedy Club with Chance Willie. Yeah. Co-headlining, baby. Zach Townsend, horny Batman himself, <laughs> and uh, David Brooks will be there as well. It will be excellent. That's come to one of those show. shows. Come to man. one of those. And if you can't come and you know somebody who is in this city, hit them up. Hit them up. Hit them up, Buttercup. July 5th is also the uh, Five Points Park. That's the next show. So come to that. And it was sick last night. It was fun. And it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Travis, Ir- Travis Irvine will be headlining. 
Oh fuck yeah! Having all key herbs in the in the Come scene. On. Cool man. Might have a special guest there too. Might be a fun little surprise. That'd be tight. Surprise! Uh, so yeah, thank you to Sports Strength, thank you to In the Clutch, and thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Um, and as always, go Red Lights. Stay nasty. Nasty. <laughs> As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.